more people being replaced by lookalikes, follow me down the rabbit hole about clones. Again. Hello friends, welcome back to the rabbit hole. I'm your host Danny, and today we are talking about clones again. So this is a clones part two. Um, I had like requests to cover Eminem and so I decided um, I would just go ahead and cover a couple more. But really it came down to Eminem and just Kevin Hart because... I don't know. This gets pretty, pretty in depth here, but, um, I want to thank Edward for requesting that I cover Eminem. That way I do a part two of the clones episode. You guys love the first one. So this one I'm hoping you will love just as much. But before we get started on that, I want to let you all know that I have been asked several times about a merch store, about buying things that have rabbit hole logos and different things on them. So I have created one. So there's all kinds of things on this store. There's um, like a hoodie and different shirts and hats and different things. Um, so if you are interested, that'll be the first link in the show notes. And then all the other links will just be uh, my sources that I use as always. Um, if you are, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know about this. I opened it, I think last week. So if you follow me on Instagram, you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and it'll say merch store. You just click on that. And it'll take you right there. Order whatever you want. I'm only going to have it open for the month of September. It's my birthday month. So happy birthday to me. You all get to enjoy as well. So order whatever you want. And then I'll probably open it again in December for Christmas time because I love Christmas. I have a Christmas problem. So you guys can order some Christmas gear too. So anyway, that's enough about that. Let's get into Eminem. So he was born Marshall Mathers III on October 17th, 1972 in St. Joseph, Missouri. He grew up in like a very tough situation, poverty, abuse. All these, of course, are speculation due to his songs. But I mean, if you listen to his songs, it sounds pretty damning. At age 14, he began rapping in clubs in Detroit. because So he moved around. The Mathers family kind of moved around all over the place after he was born in Missouri. They moved around here and there. They ended up landing in Detroit, and that's where Mathers like calls home. So, uh, And I'll go back and forth between calling him like Mathers, his last name, and then also Eminem. He has like a, a alter ego, Slim Shady... But I, I probably won't call him that. Anyway, so due to truancy issues, he was deemed to repeat ninth grade for the third time. And after like the first two times, he was like, nope, I'm done. So he dropped out. He was like, I'm not doing ninth grade for the third time. So that's when he started. He did all kinds of odd jobs. He would like wash dishes. He would work at factories. He would do whatever to make money because he had to bring in money for the family. But also, I mean, they're poor. They, they need money. Makes sense. He has to keep food and a roof over his own head, even at the age of 14. And he also decided to continue to rap. So he went into like the underground hip hop scene. 
and he started to really make a name for himself as a solo rapper as well as a member of a rapping group called D12, which is also known as The Dirty Dozen. He put out his first album called Infinite in 1996, and it did very poorly. Like, not good at all. So after that is when he went to Los Angeles in 1997 to compete in the rap Olympics in the freestyle category. This is when like, and he plays second in the, this rap Olympics, which I didn't know was a thing. That's kind of cool. Um, and it helped him get the attention of Dr. Dre. And with the help of Dr. Dre Mathers released the slim shady LP in 1999. And this album did phenomenally like, like so good. It sold millions and helped him win two Grammys and four MTV Music Awards. So, needless to say, like this was this was his launching point. He definitely needed Dr. Dre in his corner. In 2000, he released the Marshall Mathers LP, and this album set the record in the U.S. for the fastest-selling rap album, which I think is kind of amazing because he's a white rapper, and at the time, like, even I mean now you have a lot more white white rappers, but at the time black rappers were all there were. So like having a white rapper come out with his basically his third album and that being the fastest rap album, it's that's pretty cool. During this time, he also created his own record label called Shady Records. And he signed D12 which makes sense because that's his band that he's a part of 50 cent and a bunch of other rappers. I mean, over, over time he signed a bunch of other rappers. I mean, now logic is signed under him, all kinds of people. So in 2002 Mathers released the Eminem show, which was as popular as the Marshall Mathers LP. And he also made his acting debut in 2002 with the movie eight mile, which was loosely based on his life. It's not like, it's not exactly his life, but it's based enough on his life and he stars in it that it's like a semi-autobiography is what they call it. In 2004, D12 released D12 World and Mathers released Encore. So he was a part of both of those albums. In 2005, he released Curtain Call, The Hits. And both Encore, Encore and Curtain Call sold well, but not as well as his previous two albums. So... He, he kind of started to decline a little bit. And after that, Mathers disappeared for a while. He it's, it's said that he went into rehab in 2005 because he had a sleeping pill addiction. And in 2006, we saw him briefly to honor his friend and fellow D12 mate Proof, who was killed outside a Detroit nightclub. But after that, again, like he just kind of disappeared, like fell off the face of the planet. We didn't see him for a while. And then in 2008, he published a memoir called The Way I Am. But we wouldn't get like new music from Eminem until 2009 when he released Relapse. This album actually didn't do great because many songs had outdated references to pop culture and seemed like Mathers was like really trying hard to like shock people because his earlier albums he was very controversial. He said some things and you're like, wow, like what is happening? Like, that's pretty aggressive, but people loved it. Obviously like people sold, like he sold albums like crazy. And then all of a sudden he came back in 2009 with this relapse album. And it seemed like, like, have you been living under a rock? Because all these pop culture references that you're making 
or years gone by and you're trying really hard to like be who you used to be, but you're not really, it's not working kind of is what happened. And because of all the shit he was getting from relapse, he released recovery in 2010 as a response to the critics, basically like calling out everybody and telling them that they suck. You know, what rappers love to do is they love to call people out in raps. After that, it seemed like Mathers was like back as himself because he released an album that was basically who he was. Um, then he released the Marshall Mathers LP two in 2013 and won a Grammy for best rap album for that. So that worked out for him. And then it came out with revival in 2017 and Kamikaze in 2018. So he's been coming out with, with new music since he's hit the music scene. He's never really kind of, he's never really besides that time when he just kind of disappeared for three years, four years, He's always given us new music or he's been on other people's albums, been producing other people's albums, um, all different kinds of things. He's won a couple Guinness World Records. In 2013, he achieved the record for having the most words in a hit single for his song Rap God. So the song is six minutes and four seconds long and has 1,560 words in it, which is about... 4.28 words per second on average, which is a lot of words to fit into one song. In 2020, he beat his own record, his own previous record from 2018 for how fast he delivers lyrics. So his song Godzilla gets, he gets 225 words into a 30 second phrase, which averages about like 7.5 words per second. Prior to that, his the most words in like a certain phrase was in Nicki Minaj's song Majesty, but Eminem was rapping on the song. So that's where his record was in 2018. Then his Godzilla song came out in 2020, beat his own record. So if you didn't think he was fast, he's extra fast now. So the conspiracy here is that in 20 or 2005, excuse me, Mathers checked himself into rehab. Like I said, he was addicted to sleeping pills. He knew, you know, life was not great. He needed to fix himself. So he went into rehab. Sometime in 2006, he overdosed and died from the sleeping pills. So he went to rehab. He obviously relapsed. And then he overdosed and died. But, of course... He was making a ton of money at the time and not only for himself, but also just like for the music industry. So they replaced him with either a clone or an Android. So the verdict is still out on like which one it was. I mean, if it's an Android, it's still like a lookalike. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you look at Mather's appearance in his early days to now, he looks a bit different. He looks, I mean, he looks pretty, pretty similar But there are some things that are a little weird. Like, he wears a lot darker clothing now, and his hair is brown. Whereas in his early 2000s, he always had blonde hair and wore, like, lighter clothing. Which I don't think that that's, like, really damning. You can dye your hair. I dye my hair all the time. So, I don't know. Maybe he just dyed his hair. But people also point to his voice changing. Like, there's definitely some some weird things where you're like, "Mm, that doesn't sound like the Eminem I used to know and love, right? In 2013, on ESPN, Eminem is shown glitching. 
So basically, he's like looking around like he's completely lost and confused as to like where he is, what's going on. It's like he doesn't even know like who he is or what's happening. He's completely lost. He's got this look on his face like, I don't know, like, I don't know how else to explain it, As but it's like almost as if he's high and he's like looking at like a dragon or something, like he's like tripping acid. But then all of a sudden... He, like, snaps out of it, and he's, like, totally normal, and everything's fine. Like, he's clearly not high when he snaps to. It's it's weird. You have to, again, links in my, in my show notes. You have to go check out that video, because it's definitely strange. Some people are like, well, you know, Eminem, he just likes to mess around. But it's, I don't know if it's him messing around or not. The Android theory makes a tiny bit more sense to me. Because when you look at his comeback in twenty or two thousand eight, two thousand nine time frame, he was criticized for getting all these like outdated pop culture references. Well, is it because they uploaded the consciousness of Eminem into an Android, and then they like hadn't updated the information yet, and they like put him out into the world, and that like he they thought maybe like nobody would notice, he'll just go about like rapping and doing his thing like he normally does, but then everybody was like, hmm. Where have you been, bro? And that's when they're like, okay, we need to upload him or update him, make sure that he's like the newest version. And that could also be why he's breaking world records now is because he's an android and he can speak as fast as he's programmed to, really. Who knows? I mean, is he a clone? Is he an android? I don't know. Is he just different because he went through rehab? That's also a possibility. I mean, a lot of people, you change a lot when you go through rehab, so... Maybe. Who knows? But let's move on. We're moving on to Kevin Hart now. This one really got me because I don't know. There's just so much that's strange about this conspiracy or this situation. So Kevin Hart was born July 6th, 1979 in Philadelphia, and he is an American comedian and actor. So he broke through in Hollywood on the TV series Undeclared in 2001. And since then, he has been in a number of movies, like a lot of them. I did not go through and name all of the movies, but to name a couple movies that you, I'm sure, have heard of or have seen. Uh, Scary Movie 3 in 2003, Little Fockers in 2010, Grudge Match in 2013, Ride Along in 2014, Get Hard in 2015, Central Intelligence in 2016, Right Along 2, also in 2016. The Jumanji franchise from 2017 to, like, now. You know, just just to name a couple. There's a bunch more. There's so many more. He's been in Fatherhood, which was on Netflix recently, and it was pretty good. Um, He's also known for, like, being really great friends with Dwayne Johnson and starring alongside him in several films. And Hart makes fun of himself a lot. You know, he's a comedian. So he makes fun of himself a lot due to his size. So he is only five feet, two and a half inches tall. And then it's really funny because like one of his best friends is Dwayne Johnson, who's this giant guy, you know, like just built and they stand next to each other. It's just funny to like see, which I'm sure is why they do it. But he's definitely always making fun of himself for being short. And he works well in funny movies. Although Fatherhood was not a funny movie. It was like a more serious movie. And I thought it was still pretty good. So I'd never seen him in a role like that. I liked it. I'm not trying to like say go watch it. Do what you want. Watch it. Don't watch it. I don't care. 
Here's the conspiracy, though. Because something happened. Something weird happened. In September 2019, so September 1st of 2019, Hart was a passenger in his 1970 Plymouth Barracuda while his friend and producer, Jared Black, was recklessly driving in Malibu. Technically, Calabasas. So... They say he was recklessly driving, but they also say that no alcohol was involved, that he basically went around a, cor- a corner and then accelerated too fast and they went off the road. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Our most precious asset is our time. So many people wish they had more of it. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? But no matter how short you are on time, you will always find a way to fit in things that are important to you. Therapy can help you identify the most important things in your life and prioritize them. Life can get away from you, and it can be hard to take back the reins. Whether you need to learn how to set boundaries, become the best version of yourself, or even break generational curses, therapy can help. The best thing about BetterHelp is that it's totally online, so you can fit it into your busy schedule. We don't have an extra hour in our day, so not having to commute to therapy makes it so much more convenient. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist after filling out a brief questionnaire. And what's great is if you don't mesh well with that therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional fee. You don't have time to waste. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash rabbit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash rabbit. So and then it went down like this steep verge. Both men had major injuries and Hart actually went and had spinal surgery because of it. It took Hart two months to return to relatively like physical like normality. So it took him a while to like learn how to walk again and learn how to function again. I mean, two months, it seems like a short time after having spinal surgery, but also it's such a long time when you're like used to functioning normal, but As of today, he seems completely fine, normal, everything's good. Well, there is some confusion and conflicting stories when it comes to the crash itself. Because it was on the official report that Black was stuck in the car, but the recording of the 911 call has that the driver, which is assumed to be Black because it's said everywhere, everywhere you look, Hart was the passenger and Black was the driver. That's where everywhere you look. So on the 911 call, it said that the driver, which is assumed to be black, was out of the car, but looked really hurt. They also reported that black's fiance was in the car and she didn't have significant injuries. Basically that, and they didn't really say anything about heart at the time. But they were trying to get a female out of the car is what they were saying on this on this 911 call. So this gets some heat because 19, a 1970 Barracuda has four seats. They do. They just that's the, the, the way the car is made has four seats. Well, according to Motor Trend, Hart's Barracuda was converted into a two seater before Hart ever owned it. So in the back two seats were like these storage areas. And there's some pictures of it you can look up online of these, like, they almost look like cooler tops, but it it goes down into a storage bin where the back seat used to be. So there used to be four seats. There's not four seats anymore in Hart's specific Barracuda. Just so you know. So, but this is really important because 
that means that only two people would comfortably sit in this car in in seats. Yes, you could technically still put somebody in the back seat, but that's like for I don't know. We all we we have all done this. We're like we don't have a lot of space. We don't have a lot of cars. Let's just all pile into this car. It doesn't make sense as to why they would do this because like I I mean I'm assuming they all have decent amount of money. At least Kevin Hart does and his producer Somebody that like works with him probably has a decent amount of money as well. So I'm I'm assuming there's other cars somewhere. But let's just say, for argument's sake, that they did squeeze the fiance into the back. It wouldn't have been comfortable because like she would be sitting on these like cooler top, basically. And it's hard back there. There's no cushion, there's no seat, there's no seat belts, nothing. So, and she would be like kind of hunched over because it wouldn't be comfortable basically is what it comes down to. So she's squeezed in the back seat for argument's sake. They said that they had to remove her. They were working on trying to get her out of the car. Well, the front seats would have to have been moved forward to get her out. But when you look at pictures of the car from after the accident, the front seats are totally normal. Like, just that none of them they're not moved forward they're not moved at all they're just sitting there like regular and on top of that so black and heart who are said to have been in the two front seats had major back injuries major back injuries while they're sitting in normal seats but the fiance who was potentially sitting on these storage boxes just like had a complaint of pain to the point where she didn't even need to go to the hospital She didn't get seen by anybody. She had a complaint of pain and that was it. Which the entire roof of this car is crushed in. So she's at least going to have to like bend down. If, if she's in the back seat, if back seat, back storage area, if she's back there, you think your butt at least hurts because you're sitting on this hard plastic part that doesn't, it's not comfortable. And you, you hit, you go down this verge, like you don't fly through the front window because you're not wearing a seatbelt. You're not flying around the car because you're not wearing a seatbelt. It just doesn't make a lot of sense that she would even be in the car in the first place. And they don't ever, I don't know. They don't report her being in the car until they start reporting injuries. And then all of a sudden she was there. But in the 911 call, she was there, but they don't mention Kevin Hart at all. That's because Hart is said to have gone back to his home which was close to the crash site, I guess. And from there, like he went home basically to receive medical attention, which do you have doctors just like living in your house? I'm okay. I'm not thinking that 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 could totally be possible because you're rich and you have, I don't know, Hollywood's weird. They could have doctors living in their houses. I don't know if that's the case, but I know that it's said that he went home before the police, before medical personnel, before anybody showed up, He went home. He just left. And his wife called 911 from their house saying that he was in a car accident earlier and he wasn't coherent. But if he was that injured that he had to, he wasn't coherent at home and he had to get spinal surgery later on, you're telling me that he could just have walked home? He's not driving home because he doesn't have a car. Nobody else drove him home. Nobody, like, there are no reports of somebody taking him home. It's just said that he went home because he lived close. 
And that's where his wife called. And on the 911 call, when she was talking to the operator, the operator asked if she if he had gotten medical attention. And she said, no, he hasn't gotten any medical attention, which tells me that there's not a doctor living in their house. So how did you even make it home with a, your back? She even said like there's something protruding from his back, from his spine. In the 911 call, the wife is saying something's wrong with him. Something's protruding out of his spine and he's incoherent. Something's not adding up. This whole thing is is weird, right? I mean, was he even in the car? Anyway, so the theory says that Hart died in the crash or at least a result of the crash and was replaced. That's the theory, that he's a clone. And, of course, as with many of the other people that we've covered in the clone series, um, he makes a lot of money. He makes a lot of money for himself and for the, the movie industry, Hollywood. There's a lot of money coming in. So you can't just kill the guy. The guy can't just die. We have to keep him alive and keep him going because we need the money from him. Well, Hart has been quoted saying, quote, I'm not trying to get back to where I was before. I want to be better than before. It's a resurrection. That's the best way to put it. I feel like the other version of myself died in that moment and this new version was born to understand and to do better, end quote. Which feels real shady, real weird. But he also makes a lot of references to clones in his public appearances. In an interview, he was asked like how he seems to be everywhere all at once because the guy was like, well, you're on TV, you're doing these this shows, you're doing this, you know, the comedy and the movies. He's like, you're everywhere. How, how does it work? And Kevin said, I, I have a clone. He said, there's three of me. So I don't, I don't know if he's like just joking. Of course, like the interviewer thinks that he's joking. Of course, like who's going to be serious about that? Except like a lot of times jokes are based in reality. So I'm wondering like, is this joke based in reality? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But was this some kind of like Hollywood ritual? You know how there's there's lots of theories about weird things happening in Hollywood all the time. Like, they're drinking blood and they're doing rituals, like satanic stuff. All kinds of weird things constantly. Like the Illuminati and satanic cults. There's weird things happening in Hollywood, for sure. You definitely have to be, like, on the inside. Like, I don't know, they don't just let anybody in. Which is why it's so hard, probably, to break into Hollywood. But we're going to break this down into numerology for a minute. Because of all the weird shit that goes on in Hollywood. It just, it, this is the only way I can make it make sense. And it does a little bit. If you follow along, it gets a little complex, but you, you like, once you start to get it, you you'll get it. So Kevin Hart, when using like English ordinal, but you fully reduce it. So English ordinal is like a equals one B equals two C equals three, so on and so forth. Z would equal 26. English ordinal, you don't reduce it. You just like add all the numbers together and that's what that word would be in like a number. Well, when you fully reduce it, you take the double digit numbers and then you add the two numbers together until you get down to a single digit and then you add all those numbers together and that's the number you get. So Kevin Hart equals 45 when fully reduced. Car accident also equals 45 when fully reduced. And ritual... When fully re reversed or fully reduced in reverse 
also equals 45. So what you do to reverse it would just be like Z equals one, Y equals two, so on. But if you don't fully reduce it, if you just leave it in like the English ordinal version, ritual equals 81 and car accident equals 81. And his car accident happened in Calabasas, California, which also equals 81 in full, redu full reverse full reduction equals 81, which I thought that was like a little bit of a stretch. Like, okay, now this one you had to like reverse and fully reduce in order to get it where the other two was just like regular. But things get a little weirder when you realize that this accident happened eight weeks and one day after his birthday. And according to satanic cult awareness, everything that happens in your life, like ritually, ritually, um, it happens like in accordance with your birthday. So your birthday, like everything, your death date, rituals, different things, they all have to happen in accordance with your birthday. Well, his birthday is July 6th. So everything that happens has to happen in accordance with that birthday. So that means like for everybody, every ritual would be different for every person in Hollywood because they all have different birthdays. So if you're following along. In reverse ordinal, which is basically the same as English ordinal, except Y is equaling one and A is equaling 26. Kevin Hart equals 135. He got into his accident one month, three weeks and five days after his birthday. So it's just like really weird that all these things are really starting to add up. And then if you bring in, let's bring in one more theory, right? Because I love to connect theories when I can. I, I try to find all the connections here. We talked about the number nine in the Tesla 369 episode. So if you don't remember that or you haven't heard it, please go listen, go listen to it. Cause that one's really cool. But nine basically is a number that represents the universe. Everything about the universe, nine is like the, the top number. You, that's the number you try to achieve. But also, some people believe that nine represents completion. So, for Hart to be saying that he feels resurrected after this might have something to do with the numerology. And then all of a sudden, all these different numbers add up to nine. So, you look at, like, in this fully reduced version kevin hart equals 45 but four plus five equals nine and then car accident equals 45 four plus five equals nine and ritual equals 45 in reverse full reduction which is nine or you look at just the english ordinal version 81 in ritual is nine car accident is nine calabas is nine kevin hart in reverse ordinal is 135 but when you add those three numbers up that equals nine I'm not, I'm not getting so crazy. I'm not crazy. This is like actually happening. Sometimes I fall down these rabbit holes and I feel completely crazy. And I know like this is the best place for me to be crazy because you guys like get it and you're like following along. You're like, yep, that makes sense. But some people are like, oh my gosh, really? But this, I'm not being crazy. Like these are all these numbers actually add up to nine. Like this is totally like you can do the math too. This might go a lot deeper than we think. I think this Kevin Hart conspiracy, I don't know if they replaced him, if they cloned him, what? He doesn't really look that much different, whereas like all the other ones, you can kind of look to them and be like, well, they look different or they sound different or something's weird about them. Whereas Kevin Hart, like, I don't know, he, you know, recovered for a while, but now all of a sudden he's like normal. 
And he also said in that interview that he's the first to be cloned, which I don't know if you've been listening to my clone series, but there's a bunch of others that are potentially clones as well. I don't know why or what, like why, why they needed to do this ritual, what was going on, something, maybe he just needed, he was going up in the Illuminati uh, chain of command or I don't know, a ranking. There's so many, there's so many reasons why this could have happened. If you have reasons, please send them over to me because that would be phenomenal. I love to hear it from you. And in fact, actually, after the last clone episode, and I was like, I don't know why they wanted to replace Jamie Foxx. Edward, who was the one that requested that I do Eminem, he messaged me and said that Jamie Foxx was going to expose Diddy for his shady parties. And so that's why they were like, hmm. And so how many elites are going to these shady parties? Just like, why did they kill Jeffrey Epstein? Because how many elites were going to his island? Again, that's a whole nother episode. I know I get ahead of myself, but I'm just saying if you have the answer, please give it to me because I would love to share it with all my listeners. If you knew that about Jamie Foxx or you didn't, here you go. Thank you, Edward, for sharing that because I didn't know. I couldn't find out, like, I couldn't find why they needed to replace him. I just knew something weird happened, right? So that's that's it. That's what we got for for Clones Part 2. I'll do a Clones Part 3 if you guys have other people that you want me to, to research. I... Didn't mean I didn't leave Kevin Hart and Eminem out on purpose. I just found them after that episode had already come out. By I found them. I mean, Edward requested Eminem, and then I found Kevin Hart as well. So, until next week, my friends, stay skeptical, and I will see you all then. Hey, friends. The Rabbit Hole is an independent podcast with everything you hear done by me, Danny Mercy. I appreciate all of your support. Please rate and review wherever you're listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at rabbit.holepodcast. And thank you, Zakar Valaha, for our awesome intro.